0: Hey guys, can we have a quick chat before we start the show?
1: Of course, Foghorn Natehorn. We always have time to chat with the guy who invented dipping chicken nuggets into different sauces.
2: Yeah, Foghorn Natehorn. Chatting with you is sweeter than banana bread bisque. Well said, Brent. Thank you, Catherine.
0: That's nice, but I made a mistake on last year's intros and then three ghosts visited me and said if I don't fix it this week, I'll die.
1: Why is there a sound coming out of your mouth? Make the sound stop and then listen to the sounds that I am about to make. You are as precious as a diamond and twice as strong. You've never made a mistake. And I'll personally bust any ghost who says otherwise.
2: Yeah. You strong and versatile gemstone that is somehow used in record player needles to make an orchestra be inside your speakers.
0: We'll kill any ghost that even looks at you funny. I know. But it's a brand new year, and it's time to finally get these little doggies right. So go ahead and open up your new script, and let's start the show. You are listening to the North American Friends Movie Club.
1: A show where we talk about films.
0: Movies. And the cinema. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, Kate?
1: Sure thing. I'm Kate, and I'm a five-star general.
0: Ten-hut! Brent, stop playing with your cup and ball. The general is here one second i almost got the ball into the cup
1: i said tin hut you yellow-bellied sapsuckers
0: sir yes sir sir yes sir
1: look at the two of you shirts untucked faces unshaven and your military issue fondue is still unmelted in the pot (laughs) it's a disgrace Uh,
0: we're sorry sir we forgot our tea candles in vietnam
2: yeah We'll get them back next time we do war there.
1: You two are lower than a warm shadow and twice as slippery. (laughs) But you're also the bravest men I've ever met, and it's been a goddamn honor to (laughs) serve with you.
0: Oh, wow.
2: (laughs) This is how she got five stars. I'm ready to do pretty much any war crime for her now.
1: Speaking of yellow-bellied sapsuckers who are lower than a worm's shadow, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, Brent?
2: Thank you, Catherine. I'm Brent, and I'm very proud to say that I'm this year's recipient of the Nova Scotia City New York Times Comeback Dad of the Year Award.
0: The N-S-E-N-Y-T-C-D-O-T-Y? The very same. Damn. Congrats, man.
1: I've never heard of this.
2: That's okay, Kate. The education system in your country is a travesty. It's an award
0: for the dad who has improved the most over the last season. Well, I know you've been working on staring over the top of your glasses in a disappointed manner whenever someone leaves the room without turning the lights off. (laughs) I'm glad to hear all the hard work is finally paying off. You can't
2: see it, but I'm doing the face right now.
1: I still don't understand. Could you give me a list of ways you've improved as a dad this year?
2: You know, I'd love to, Kate. But I just have so much work piled up. Why don't you go play by yourself? And maybe <laughs> next week I'll take you to the ball game, if I have time.
1: Okay.
0: Damn! I just witnessed a cat's cradle in real time. Are you, are you crying, Kate?
1: No, I'm not crying. Leave me alone.
0: I'm sure she'll be fine. I'm Nate. Let's start the show. This is what it sounds like when we do a podcast. We're currently doing one. This is the North American Friends Movie Club 2024 edition. Oh. Uh, there's something you might have noticed about the name of our podcast, and that's before movie club comes friends. And that's also the the order of things we do it on the show. So I got to ask my <laughs> two friends in 2024. How you guys doing?
1: It's so good to see you guys in this new year.
0: It's so exciting to be in the year 2024 when we're recording this. Yeah, this is definitely happening in 2024. Things have changed. <laughs> Things have really changed and turned around for humanity and the world.
2: I can't believe we did a whole
0: 365
2: days in that shit year 2023. Ooh. Knowing what it looks like now in 2024. That's oh, happening right now. Yeah.
1: I know it turned mid it turned midnight and I lost all my chin hair. Oh. Like I'm a new Kate, like my smooth, smooth. handle says, New, new Year, New Kate.
2: I'm the New Year's baby and Nate's Nate.
0: Yeah, I always forget to do a fun name. That is uh part of this, but one day I'm going to start doing fun names, and then I'm going to have the funnest names you ever saw in your life.
2: Well, until well, then, you're a party pooper. So yeah,
1: that's true. I No, Nate does all of the fun intros. So I feel like he gets a small pass Mm -hmm. because he not only thinks of all the fun names that we say, made up names, but also all the other stuff that goes on. Did you say he gets
2: a small pass for the intros? (laughs) I think he gets it a did. big pass. I think he gets a big, oh, huge
0: pass. Thanks for the oh, intros are so 2024, good. Two thousand
1: twenty four. Who can suck up to Nate more is what this Brent's is.
0: winning so far. <laughs> so I'm gonna put a little mark next to Brent's. That's that's one point for Brent. We'll see how the rest of the year goes.
1: That's why Britt sounds better on the podcast. That's right. because
0: <laughs> Like Kate's audio comes in. It's crystal clear. It sounds great. I f- put it through the warbler. I put it through the reverberator. I say, I say until she shapes up, she's going to sound like a horrible.
1: Oh, no. Do you think that I sounded better on the intro when I did it from my sister's house?
0: Uh, no, there was more reverb that I had to deal with.
1: Uh, so I would
0: say you sound, good. whatever room you do it in your house is the correct room.
1: This is so much softer. I have all these soft things mm-hmm, around me. Mm-hmm.
2: After you did the intro the other night in your sister's house, did they ask about the podcast when you went back?
1: No, they were in the midst of a very intense game of charades against the children. So it was adults versus kids.
2: And, and- you didn't bring up Nate
0: or I.
1: <laughs> no i didn't interrupt my family's party she went two
0: words <laughs> first word sounds like <laughs>
1: i did say in front of everyone that you had a, a a crush on jamie and she goes no he doesn't and jules went yes he does <laughs> definitely has a crush on you so.
2: let's see how it plays out in 2024 I hey, never all. know might be a year bud <laughs> Can I say something, though? Yes, you may, Brent. Uh, of course. <laughs> I, I haven't felt better since I threw the water bottle away. It's still the same. Oh, good. I, oh, I thought,
1: oh, you don't no, feel I f- better.
2: No, I feel amazing. Okay. The little monkey I always had on my chest is gone. I was poisoning myself for over a year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if that's not any more Brent, then I don't know what is. Literally, I was making myself sick for a year. I thought I was depressed because I was off work for a year because of my foot. Turns out it was mold poisoning.
1: Dude, it's real. I'm so glad you figured that out. (laughs) It's hilarious, though.
0: It is hilarious. If this show is good for anything, I hope people that it's led to some people washing their water
1: bottles. Oh, don't even
0: get rid of them. A big
2: water bottle got us by the fucking balls. <laughs> big
1: water bottle industry has
2: this. A- you can't get them clean. There's no way to get them clean.
1: <laughs> There's too
2: many nooks and crannies, too crannies. in the lids. Too many crannies, and I'm telling you this right now, 2024 is the year we go back to caveman style. Maybe I'm gonna I'm gonna spearhead this movement, caveman style, 2024.
0: We go back to less complicated things in life. You drink water out of your hands made into cup form.
1: Here, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Brent is acting like he's drinking water. Brent is not drinking water. Brent is drinking sugar water. So for those of us that just drink straight up water, we don't need to worry about this horrible mold problem Mm. as long as I would argue I'm arguing that. I
0: I feel like we have to ask if if Brent sometimes drinks water or if we're just doing a bit where one day we said Brent always drinks Mio and then we've just been running with it ever since. So I kind of need clarification from Brent.
2: No, I put Mio in every single glass of water. I (laughs) But
0: all of a sudden
2: sugar water is no good for Brent. Sugar water is no good for hummingbirds. What, what (laughs) I mean, what's this coming from? It's a good point.
1: This is a, this is a smooth entry into a short joke that I'm not making.
2: So we're, we're not changing at all for 2023. <laughs> we're just going to be the same old podcast. There's no resol- resolutions at all, then.
0: We're still going to make short jokes. I mean, that was that's our promise to the audience, yeah, is that we, we'll never change, guys. We'll never, never grow. Change. We'll never change. That's our guarantee. Is that another short
2: joke about never growing? <laughs> <laughs> Well, maybe I'll examine some pictures of you two today,
0: (laughs) and I'll come up with some physical jokes—physical
2: jokes for next (laughs) week's episode. I
1: didn't—I did not make a joke at all, and if anything, I have been defending and celebrating Short Kings all of 2023. Thank you, and I'm ready to bring that into 2024.
2: We're talking like I'm like the guy from Treasure Island,
1: (laughs) (laughs) which would be fine if you were,
2: but I'm not. No. Normal-sized man. She sound like she makes me sound like I'm Dobby, or the, what's the other guy's name? Precious.
1: Oh,
2: Gollum. Uh, Gollum. Gollum. Like, I'm sitting there. Smeagol. I live in a cave. I'm short, tiny thing, drinking mold water, mm-hmm. eating raw <laughs> fish out of the river. Mm-hmm. No, no. Uh. I'm, I'm just a normal-looking person. I have normal features. I do enjoy... I, the point is, we're gut... We're, Making things less complicated. Twenty twenty four, we're going to drink out of gourds and stuff like that. It's going to be a lot easier.
1: Let's reflect right now. Let's use uh, this intro okay. time to reflect on, or uh, pardon me, I don't mean reflect as a a group as the North American Friends Movie Club. What do we want to uh, see in the next year for ourselves in this podcast? How? What do we want to plan? What intention do we want to try to manifest? In 2024.
0: Well, I, I know personally, I want to, um, there's, there's things that I have options to do for the show. The two big ones being make a custom poster for the show artwork and then make a video of our cartoons talking. And I would really like to do both of those every week for all of 2024, So I have Mm -hmm. been actually planning, trying to plan out my week, make a little schedule, be a little bit uh, more effective at it. Because I, if I can get a streak going, I'll keep the streak going. That's the kind of person I am. But if I, I'm inconsistent with it, then I don't have as much uh, stick to itiveness.
1: Nate, that is an awesome idea, and I am going to get. A computer that plugs into my high-speed wireless, so that my sound can be as good as you and uh, what's his name, Brent?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. the other guy's Brent.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put. I'm going to come up with more very, very creative ideas for the my theme months that I pick, and I'm going to incorporate a new game this year. Oh, mm. also, I want at least one celeb oh yeah, I really forgot about that, didn't I? Yeah, I'll work on that. I want to trick a celeb oh.
0: to come on for five minutes
2: I think i I'm pretty sure if I put my mind to it and some effort I could get moonchild on. you think so what hundred percent yeah 100%.
1: <gasps> i I wouldn't doubt you what do you say? what do you talk to them about?
2: Like, if we got Moonchild in, I would ask a lot about the teeth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She had to put mm-hmm. fake teeth in.
1: I would ask her what it's like to be an empress.
0: She's not, though. Kate, Kate. She had fake wait, teeth. wait, wait, wait. Kate, did you think the never ending story <laughs> was real? <laughs> <laughs> still
2: going on. It it wasn't? (laughs) Kate, oh no. Did we ever get clarification about if her real name was Moonchild? Ray got me in a pretzel right now, a mental pretzel.
0: I looked, and it's hard to figure it out. Because I think in the, there's, here's what, (laughs) say a sentence, Nate. Yeah, just finish one. Just one one sentence. Uh, The internet's really hard because people state things so confidently. And it can be very convincing. So, like, I saw some Reddit threads where they were like, oh, yeah, her name's Moonchild in the German book. That's what the translation is. So it it definitely, he definitely is uh, calling the empress after his mother.
1: But it probably sounds better yeah. in German. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully it sounds better. It's like, doinkapal.
0: Moonfreulein. <laughs> l- Lunar line.
1: They all sound terrible. To compared- say,
2: Moonchild's great.
1: Luna, no, it's not. Luna line or something like that is much better than Moonchild. Mm-hmm. At least it's got some alliteration. Or a, is that alliteration, or is that yep. what's the other one?
0: Yeah, it's alliteration.
1: We're just okay. gonna
2: have. We're gonna have to get this cat on and ask her straight from the horse's mouth. What's going on with
1: this? Let's just, well, I'm gonna be stumbling over my words because as a child, she was the most beautiful human well, I'd ever seen in my life.
2: I'm going to message <laughs> this woman right now on the internet. <laughs> One second.
1: You get one word in the dictionary, and you, yeah, all DMing of a sudden you're everybody. Mess, you're
0: sliding in Moonchild's DM. <laughs> yeah, you're like, hey, it's me, Brent Murray from uh, Merriam-Webster. <laughs> from you might have heard of him.
1: Webster's <laughs> <them."> <laughs> dictionary. <laughs>
0: uh,
2: okay, let's follow her first. I'm not a total call. creep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, at. I- Tammy.
1: Oh my God! I'm Stronic, so anxious listening to this.
2: <laughs> come on, the pod. <laughs> good, good. Oh sound. my God! Come no, good no charm the pod to solve a debate about the name Moonchild. All right, hey, never ending Tammy, come on the
0: pod to solve a debate about the name Moonchild. Is her name on Twitter never ending Tammy? yeah okay, so you well know then what? i I respect that she's leaning into it she's like i'm gonna I know what pays the bills and I'm gonna lean into that
2: and let's she has less than ten thousand followers,
0: so she should by law have to come on <laughs> that was the- the worst <laughs> thing about Elon taking over our beloved website and ruining it is that I used to for because I wrote three articles for Playboy magazine. I got to get verified yeah, and then I could yeah. uh, follow lots of celebrities and it actually meant something and they would be like, Oh, it's a, yep. it's a real human being. It was a crazy scam that was uh, excellent. Yep. And they, he stole it from me. He stole my uh, scam. Yeah,
1: Your, your clout, your clout means nothing now. Yeah. Now I'm just uh, short sure,
2: Kings. Just, we need all the things we can exactly. get. We need all the bullets in the bandolier. Exactly. So they say, and when someone puts takes away those bullets at the bandolier, us short kings really don't have much not other much. than charm. And that's that could only get you so far. true.
1: You short kings have it all.
2: You how tall is now- Nick?
1: He's 6'2. And you know what?
2: <laughs> I don't think you're really qualified for this conversation. Nick could be playing in a uh, professional basketball league in Australia mm-hmm. or somewhere in mm-hmm. New Zealand, somewhere small like that, and you're t- giving us advice? No. Um, do you understand
0: how hard I would throw a baseball if I was 6'2"? I'd be in the fucking show, dude.
2: The torque that oh. Nate would come up with from his frame? Yeah. Just
0: fucking rockets.
1: Speaking of baseball. Nice.
0: Wow. Nice. Very nice. <laughs> Finish it.
1: Brent, What? why don't you tell us about the movie this week?
2: If we haven't mentioned, uh, it's a new year, 2024. New month, January a new theme, which is uh, it's all about giving thanks. And we spell thanks with a T and a Hanks. <laughs> Fuck. Sure. Tom. That's, that's Tom sure. Hanks. I, I just <laughs> turned into a radio DJ there. Um, that's, that's Tom Hanks. So you can pick your favorite Tom Hanks movie. And I picked A League of Their Own. Woo! Now, would you, Catherine, like to explain to the viewers who haven't seen A League of Their Own what A League of Their Own is?
1: I sure will it is a television.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's a television right show. I mean, it is, it is now.
1: Well, we watched the movie. So thank you though. Mm-hmm. Okay. A League of Their Own is, this is a story about the women's baseball league that happened in the 1940s during world war two, when all the men fled to kill the Nazis. And, <laughs> It's about two sisters, Kit and Dottie. And Dottie is very tall and beautiful and very naturally good at baseball. And Kit is her kid sister who is shorter and still very good at baseball, but has a thing with high fastballs and just swings. And anyway, so Dottie Dottie helps Kit make it to the tryouts. They both make it on to the Rockford Peaches team which is managed by an alcoholic baseball player played by Tom Hanks named...
2: Jimmy Dugan.
1: Jimmy Dugan. So, uh, there's a lot more to the character development, but ultimately Kit leaves the Peaches because she feels that she's under the shadow of Dottie. And uh, there's also some scenes about... That all the men are dying and it was very scary and at the end uh, Kit leaves the Peaches to play for the Racine team and they the Peaches and the Racine team in, end up in the World Series um, and Dottie ends up dropping the baseball because she's the catcher and Kit is running home to make the scoring run and Dottie drops the baseball which she never does also, important to note that at the, the movie is book ended by seeing these women as older gals in the 80s. I guess it would be the 80s or the early 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, because they're, they were accepted into the baseball hall of fame, and that is a league of their own.
0: Uh, excellent job, Kate. I'd say you hit a real home run oh, my God. inside the Parker. Mm hmm.
1: Mm hmm. Those are my only home runs.
0: Well, uh, why don't we talk about our favorite parts of this movie?
1: Relax. I, like
2: I want to start off the very far first in the movie where old Gina Davis is in there. Mm hmm. Is it is it really is it Gina Davis in
0: makeup or is it just an actress I I, don't I know. need
1: a, I have the exact same question Brent
0: I believe that's Gina Davis in old lady makeup Can I but say then, something But then not- why didn't
1: they get Madonna
0: and Kit and Doris
1: None of them other than Gina Davis that can't that can't have been her
0: was it Or else that actress was just she Phenomenal! Really, yeah, she really embodied Gina Davis.
1: Lynn Cartwright as older Dotty. Sorry, I interrupted. I had to say it, okay. it was, not, it Gina was not Gina Davis. it was not Gina Davis. Yeah. I sent you a picture of her. Um, and here's her here's her headshot.
0: She's a beautiful woman. Before we got
2: old lady horny with old with Ellen Cartwright. Too late when she, they made her out to be some kind of weird hermit at the very start of the movie, like she never leaves a room. And the, the grandkids yeah, really were, Yeah, The grandkids were shitting on her, saying, oh, there must be a fire. And then she gave them basketball advice, like, hey, let's, you know, him get a couple shots. And then, anyway, the little kid got the basketball. That kid traveled and double dribbled so many times.
1: Brent, I thought the same thing.
2: (laughs) You're a basketball coach, so of course you're going to pick up on it.
0: Kate threw her chair like Bobby Knight.
1: (laughs) No, if I was his brother, I would have been like, my my ball, my ball, my ball. You just, you just double dribbled and traveled. That's my ball now.
0: I think it is pretty funny that I think last week, I'm pretty sure it was last week's episode. I was talking about how uh, you can't let your younger sibling win at baseball. That is just, you have to, you have to beat them into the dirt. And then we watch this movie that's about older siblings beating their younger siblings into the dirt at baseball.
1: I thought the same thing too. You guys, we are, we are all vibing. Cause I thought those comments you've all made, I've thought the same thing too. Uh, Did either of you guys, I, I remember watching this when I was a little girl and I felt so bad for Marla and she's one of my favorite characters. And I liked when her dad like didn't know, he was like, I feel bad. Like, Like I feel so bad. Like you have this bum, baseball glove, and like you need to restring it and needs some oil. And I thought to myself, don't we all? Don't we all need oil? Mm -hmm. Because I lube up after every shower. I lather on oil like Mm -hmm. a baseball glove.
0: Mm -hmm. I use beard oil. I don't have. I don't have any oils on me i'm like completely oh, cre- oh my god oh, you're, you're dry as hell yeah I'm a- you're like if you were a cog you would seize up <laughs> you,
1: would, uh, you gotta get your cog work right
2: man i have i but you guys saw you guys are big marilla hooch fans huge right Heck yeah i love when the dad said okay Marla lefty mm-hmm. that's a great line mm-hmm.
1: oh um, and all the guys groan
0: yeah yeah because they're tired and And if you have Uh. the closed captioning on, you can hear the pitcher saying, I gave her all I got. I threw everything I had.
1: So impressive. And then John Lovitz, just like, oh, such a good job. He's so funny and
2: skeevy. Can I talk about Marla Hooch Mm -hmm. for a second? Yes, I'm Mm -hmm. sorry. Um, The reason the Rock for Peaches um, lost, or the reason they lost game seven and the reason that there was a game Mm 7 To begin with, against
0: Racine, was because Marla Hooch quit on the team. 100%. Well, I thought the exact same thing, Brent. I thought the exact same thing. It wouldn't have even been a series if Marla had been in the lineup. Like Marla hitting cleanup. Um, Kit thro- pitches every second
2: day. So Kit's arms is like a fucking noodle. Mm-hmm. She would have been throwing softballs to Marla. Marla, would, it probably would have been a gentleman sweep, 4 1 for Rockford Peaches in the series. And I think Mara Hooch ultimately is the villain in the movie. Uh,
0: <gasps> I disagree, just because I she found true love, which is the she never she
1: thought f- anyone would like her. Mm-hmm.
0: She never went anywhere, so the first time
2: she goes somewhere, she's going to throw it. Her-
1: she's a short king she's someone to talk to about the troubles no,
2: no I don't want to be associated with Marla I uh, know
0: I've known some Marlas in my time that they you know they don't look like much but they're taking down every stag in the forest you know what I'm saying yeah you get yeah. her behind a microphone and give her a few drinks and sh- curl
1: her hair curl her hair and <laughs> give her she's, some makeup. Hit, she's yeah. hitting
0: doubles not just in the baseball <laughs> field you know Ooh! Yeah. a
2: little bit of rouge that she's getting. She's getting a third base everywhere. Yeah. 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 Um, no, the reason that she met, great for her fell in love. That's perfect. You know, it's still going to be there, that love. It's still going to be there in the off season.
0: Well, I think it's very funny how they everyone reacts very differently to Marla getting married than Gina Davis getting married, where Marla, everyone's happy. They're cheering her on. They're all at the wedding, and they're like, see you next year, like, have a great time. And then when Gina Davis leaves, they're like, no, we need you. What do you mean? You could have any man on Earth. I
1: think also that it was the World Series. Like, Gina, like, Dottie had played the entire season, and then she just up and leaves. Like, and I can't believe that man wasn't like, well, why don't you just stay and finish doing what you've been doing? I
0: feel like that he was, but she felt like the dutiful wife wouldn't play. And she was trying to pretend.
1: Well, and I also think, she really didn't care about baseball. That is part of the narrative, the plot, is that Dottie really isn't obsessed with it.
2: No, like, I disagree. I think it, she's obsessed with it, but I feel like it gives her trouble in life because of Kit.
1: Oh, I see.
2: Mm. Kit's the second villain. Marla Hooch yeah,
1: is... Yeah, Kit, Kit's and Kit. immature. Kit's really immature.
2: There's a reason Kit sounds so much like Kit. Mm-hmm. That's the way she acted.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm.
2: Well, Kit is... Put it on a fucking t-shirt. Kit's, <laughs> Kit's uncoachable, right? Like, it, 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 And there's a famous saying, kids that are, don't listen are uncoachable or something like that. I'll look it up. <laughs> but, <laughs>
1: well, that that could be it. it
2: <laughs> no,
0: it's not it, but I'll look it up.
1: Well, just anybody who doesn't listen is uncoachable.
0: Dottie is a wealth of baseball knowledge. She has not only the physical talent to be a ball player, but she has the mentality. She understands how the game is played, and Kit just refuses... To learn, and she just gets so mad. She's like, "Oh, you're so talented, and everyone thinks you're so great." It's like, yeah, because she listens, because she learns. Unlike you, kid, who just does whatever the fuck she wants, whenever she wants. Like, come on, it's a team sport. Mm. And especially the end. Uh, I don't want to jump ahead too far, but because we'll Go come ahead. back to the other jump parts, ahead. But Kit blows through the stop sign at third base on one of the most ludicrous. Blown mm-hmm. stop signs I've ever seen in my life. Ball's already in the infield. If she had gotten yeah. out, if she had gotten out, it would have the the it would have been her com- complete fault that they lost this game. It the last play, yeah, the last
1: play. I missed that it, there was there was they were stopping at third.
0: Doris wow. had the ball, caught the ball,
2: and was turning to throw it at home, and Kit was just rounding third then.
1: Like
0: if, if 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 Dottie had held on to that ball, Kit's out of the league. Kit's done.
1: <laughs> You're out true. of the league.
0: It's true. No, Kit's a problem. She's a cancer in the locker room.
2: Yeah, yeah. She's a locker room Man. cancer. For sure. For sure. <gasps> so Marla so it's two things we have to do. You so guys far. should
1: coach baseball.
2: I know. Me and Nate would be fucking such a good team. You should do it. Like women's baseball.
1: Virtually. You guys no, could be on
2: the iPad. I need my eyes on the field. I need to be. I need to touch the grass. Yeah. Feel the dirt. Yeah, you got yeah. to smell feel the wind smells. of the swing. I need to see if players are making faces behind my back. Mm-hmm. I need I, a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. I, I need to see. Um, so the themes we have so far, and we're all agreeing on them so far, I think, is that um, bad parenting, and Marla and Kit are the villains so far. No. Okay. No. Where did I go wrong?
1: Marla is not a villain.
2: She she, she got married. She probably have an MVP type season and she got married in the middle of it. She could have just waited. I
1: I just, I can't, I can't co-sign that she's a villain. One I'm not, reason I'm not why, into her behavior, but I'm One not, reason
2: why she couldn't have gotten married and come back and play for the playoffs. Because uh, they got to do their honeymoon. Oh, that's bullshit. Why was he in war? What's his deal? That's a
0: good question. Why is, why did she marry? Yeah, why is she marrying a coward?
2: Yeah, you marry a draft dodger, flat feet. What's wrong with him?
0: <laughs> oh my
2: God, Marla is big time villain, worse than Kit so far. Mm. Cost the Rock for Peter's organization the very first title.
0: I I do believe I do believe Marla cost them the title, but I also uh, would die for no. her, and I believe in her, no. and I'm glad she.
2: I would have too. I would have too until she quit on the team. Mm. Good point.
0: Good point.
1: So this movie was directed by Penny Marshall and. She put her father in it. Isn't that her dad? I think that's her yeah.
0: brother, isn't it? Oh, is that- Gary Marshall. Yeah, I think it's her Gary. brother. I want to. I'm going to double check that
1: because he is. It remind me his
0: character. Yeah, it's Gary. Yeah, Gary Marshall is. He's the the head of the league. The guy who owns. Uh, they call him like Henry Bars or something, but it's obviously supposed to be Hershey Bars. Harvey Barks. Oh, Harvey
1: Barks, yeah. Harvey Burs.
0: And he's a famous gotcha. director. You know what movie he directed that we have watched? Tell us. Why, of course, it was your what? favorite film so far, Kate, Pretty Woman. Oh. 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 Remember that <laughs> it's a good one? good movie. It was a great film. He, yeah, he's directed a lot of.
1: Uh, oh, Princess Diaries. Uh,
0: and I like his performance in this actually quite a bit. Uh, yeah he was good but I want to circle back to we we touched on it but we forgot to keep going to one of the most incredible performances in this movie which is John Lovitz tells the cow to shut up
1: he's in the train and he's like looking out the window and the lady goes sir your knee and he goes you like it Yeah. Like yeah. It. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's just a guy who's seen it all He's yeah. <laughs> the role he was born to play like 1940s like Traveling baseball scout, like perfect role for
2: Lovitz. Lovitz. See, the way it works is the train moves, not the station. (laughs) (laughs) And speaking of that scene where they're running together, the train—that's when life was good. When you could still run and jump on a moving train. Mm -hmm. This is what before the government got involved Mm -hmm. in life. This is what you could do
1: before terrorists. You could jump on moving
2: trains. You know, if you were nowadays, if you're running the train is gone. You can't get on it. But now it's like the, even this, the
0: coach master station coach also guide. trains He's are so out. much
1: faster now. Maybe,
0: you know what? Shockingly, this is, we, we dropped the ball so fucking hard that all our trains are still running at 1945 speed while Japan is shooting trains out at 600 kilometers an hour. We're
1: like uh, God, we really missed the boat on yeah, that. We fucked
0: that one up big time. Um, can we we have we had more dip work involved? Oh, great dip work.
2: Lots of with Gita Davis and Tom Hanks. And one of the best I was lines.
1: noticing hers. Go ahead.
0: When uh you they're the first game and the manager of the league goes to talk to Jimmy and Jimmy's chewing. And he spits on his shoe and the guy goes like, do you think if we paid you a little more, you could be a little more disgusting? And he goes, well, I could use the money. That's how (laughs) I would
2: feel if you said to me, if I said something like the way I say things and you said, you think I'm like, well, yeah, I could. I could like turn it up a bit. Yeah.
0: Do you guys, this is basically the only time I've ever seen Tom Hanks be bad. And I love a bad Tom Hanks.
1: I do too. He's so cranky and I love a cranky guy even though I hate them.
2: But I have a, in a love movie. hate
1: relationship with cranky in a movie. Oh wah wah wee wah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> When Rosie O'Donnell was talking about her boyfriend back home and then Betty said is the picture out of focus <laughs> and he said she said no it's just the way he looks. It's classic.
1: And then she, te- just after one one conversation about him, she tears up the photo and, like, leaves him behind.
0: I feel like that's her coming out of the closet. Oh. Well, and there is, so they made a modern TV show adaption of A League of Their Own, and it's a fantastic show. I loved it. It was one of my favorite shows that came out that year. Uh, but Rosie does have a, like appearance in the show where the all the girls go to like a secret gay speakeasy, and Rosie's the owner of the secret speakeasy. The lesbian, the speakeasy? lesbian speakeasy, and it's like
1: ah, yeah, there she is, our girl. Oh I would love to go to a lesbian speakeasy. That'd be fun. especially
0: in the forties. Oh, you'd be having the time oh, of your yeah. life, swing dancing. Those are yeah, but then the triangle bra thing, ah. I don't understand what? it, but I like I know what he's talking about. He's talking about there was a time in the world where all the bras were point pointy. own shape. Yeah, they hadn't figured out how to make them round, so they just made triangles. Well,
1: The guys the guys weren't as sophisticated, so they needed an exaggerated shape mm. to say,
0: these are boobs. To be like, ah, these are boobies. lady.
2: Yeah. I don't like it, though, because I don't know how to say this. Um, basically, I wanted to see Betty Spaghetti in a Modern bra. You'd rather see Betty Spaghetti in <laughs> in in a circular. Well, not only would I rather I wanted to see.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she is very pretty. Very even as an older lady, she's very pretty.
0: That was so sad when Betty Spaghetti's husband died. That was really sad. This movie is so interesting, like that, where it'll just be kind of like fun and lighthearted, and then it just has these moments that are very uh emotional. And affecting, like, the scene when the lady can't read and she's standing in front of the
1: oh my god the tryout board. Yes. And they're
0: like, are you on the team or not? And she doesn't know. Oh, that scene gets me every fucking time.
1: Ditto. That is so. She does such a good job of emoting um embarrassment and, exci- like, so many different feelings, like, at and, once. And
0: then when she makes the team and all the girls start clapping, that that's where it gets me. I'm like, ah! Ah!
1: I like when he says, go join your team. Mm. Oh. Mm.
0: Yeah, because he's, he's like, he says it like, go join your team. Like, yeah, you yeah. did it. You made it. Yeah.
1: I cried at the end. I cry every time I watch this movie at the end. When you see Why? the old ladies playing baseball. Because
0: mm. like, those are the real girls. Those and- are the
1: real women. I believe it. That's awesome. Yeah, and like when they're in, can you imagine... My wildest dream is to, like, before I die, go and see me in a museum for some reason. The greatest therapist that's ever lived. And then there's a picture of me with my pipe. Gate, <laughs>
0: <laughs> gate. Can we get you a uh, can we get a photo of you wearing like a tweed sweater and smoking a pipe, please?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I probably already have one somewhere.
0: I'll send you a locket with me as a World oh War 1 soldier and you send me one of you as like a therapist smoking your pipe.
1: Like a female Freud. I'm into it. Yeah.
2: Uh what else do I got? No crying in baseball is a very classic line and he
1: like screams it
2: mm-hmm. he really delivers <laughs> He's a it. funny
1: delivery yeah he
2: really de- yeah. there's
1: not
0: crying in baseball
2: well there's not <laughs> there's not
1: there's crying in all the sports
2: when he well yeah it's true the second time she missed the cutoff band and she came back and He's he was shaking. just vibrating. <laughs> yeah and he did want to yell
0: at her yeah that was very funny yeah
1: also, another example of kill him with kindness, and that's how people learn. And then she found the cutoff guy the next time. She fucking
0: hit the cutoff, man. She hit That's him. right. She throwing right. a fucking dart the next time.
2: I think it's that's a good transition into the debate I want to have. I have no more notes, but I wanted to have this debate with you guys. I know
0: what it is, and I'm prepared.
2: I know. Yes. and I, The the debate is, do we think Gina Davis, who played Dottie Henson,
0: Drop the ball on purpose mm-hmm. to let Kit win. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, Brent, uh, most of my notes are surrounding this topic because I've spent an un- uncomfortable amount of time thinking about this, but I feel like I can make a case for what I believe, and I and I feel strongly about it after what really... Long- well, let's f- hear what you believe first. I think there's absolutely no way that Gina Davis would have dropped the ball on purpose. And uh, there's some Mm -hmm. evidence on both sides. There's a couple of moments like one moment earlier in the movie, she gets, there's a play at the plate and a much bigger player than Kit runs into Gina Davis and she doesn't drop the ball. Okay. That's Mm -hmm. some evidence against uh, my point, but in the at bat, Where Kit gets the hit, Gina Davis goes out to the mound. She tells the pitcher Kit's secret weakness. She says she can't Mm -hmm. hit the high fastball. She's trying to get Kit out. Uh, She Mm could have said nothing. She could have said nothing and let her throw whatever she wanted, and maybe Kit gets a hit. But she's trying to stop Kit. And when Kit hits a huge line drive, Gina Davis looks upset. She's like, oh, no, that's a gap Mm -hmm. shot. That's going to tie the game. So I don't think there's any chance. And then there's the older brother thing where not in 10 million years, not in, not for a million dollars would I ever let my brother win like that uh, for mm. me and for him, for me and for him. It's not right. It's not right. And now I'm ready to hear what everybody I'm else I'm convinced.
1: Thinks. I'm convinced. You've convinced me. I'm on so, board with Nate.
2: Luckily for our podcast, I have the opposite opinion. Luckily. Oh,
1: surprise.
2: I've, Feel Gina Davis, who plays Dottie Henson, Dottie Henson characters drop the ball on purpose, and your arguments on why she would never are very well thought out, very well said, and I respect them. Okay. However, let's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sh- let's
1: You're an idiot.
2: No, no, no. Your no, thoughts no. are worthless. Let me take the two points that you did and. They were the two points I had, but kinda. Let's Missy Elliott. Let's flip it and reverse. it. Okay. All right. So <laughs> that was a stretch. I it am was all great. It. Right. I like yeah, it. I like yeah, it. it a lot. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Good. Good. Um, this is starting off well. Then. So <laughs> she, yeah, she wouldn't. You're saying she's very competitive and she would never drop the ball on purpose. And she is very competitive. She always has this burning desire to do. But what always lingered in her, what always picked at her, was Kit was kind of like, you know, always in her shadow. And it took doing this experience, playing in a professional women's baseball league, being scared that your husband died, but then getting your husband back, then being convinced to go back to the team. She had it all. She had everything she wanted in life. She didn't need anything else. So it's time to let Kit become the star. Dottie gets to play the last game. Kit's the hero. Dottie goes back to what she, what she really wanted to do was just be a wife to her husband who's now going to be home all the time. And Kit's the hero. Dottie got to, to live her dream and now Kit gets to live her dream.
1: I think you make some good points, but I still think that Nate makes stronger points.
2: Now this is where
0: I cinch the case. Okay, <laughs>
1: and
2: you're the meta saying, thing,
0: A surprise witness. The thing.
1: <laughs> and one more.
2: So what happens when she goes to the mound and says, "Kit can't hit the high fastball. Throw it." Okay, that's a very strong thing to say, but we're not thinking about Kit played the whole season with this team. Mm-hmm. Kit play as all her teammates know she can't hit a high fastball. I believe Dottie went out on purpose to the pitcher, to Ellen and tell her about the high fastball to tip off
0: Kit that there's going to be a high fastball coming. I don't disagree that that's what Kit would have thought when she saw Gina go to the match She said, my bitch-ass older sister is out there saying throw high fastballs.
2: So, I feel like, A, she's Tipping hit off, like, here's what's coming to come. You take it, you drive it into the gap in the whatch called. Because in the start of the movie, she said, when they're playing for the dairy, she's like, look out and there's a gap in right center. I just don't look, don't look. Same thing happened in the movie. Told her to lay off the high fastball. She ripped it out into the right center gap. Foreshadowing, very common movie ploy. Good point. So that supports my cause. And overall, Kit knew that the fastball was coming, so that's half the battle, right there. Let's take one. Let's rip it to right center. Let's win the game. She knew she had to go. You're trying to tell me that Dottie couldn't brace the 90 feet waiting. She for- laid her back
1: though. I used to. Pl- I was catcher on my softball team, and I would get laid out like that. And if you're swung back, the air goes out of your lungs. Your arm is flung out. I get it. I get it.
2: Now, Dottie is built like a like brick shit house. Victor Webinama, yeah, Victor Webinama, <laughs> and Kit's basically my height, and she Dottie would have put kid on her ass. No, nothing, no two ways about it. Mm-hmm.
0: Now Dottie dropped okay. the
2: bottle on purpose. Dottie is the third villain. Oh, I think three people have cost this team.
1: I mean, truly, Dottie is the villain. She did drop the ball, regardless of whether she, why she did or not.
2: The Rockford Peaches are a cursed organization
0: from the inception due to Marla Hooch, Kit, and Dottie. Okay, well, clearly we got to get Gina on and we got to ask her. We got to get to the bottom of this. We, gotta- we do need I haven't on. I haven't seen her in a lot lately. I'm sure she would love to do some media. <laughs> I feel like you make a good case and it's completely plausible that she did it on purpose, but it completely changes my opinion of her as an athlete and a human being yeah. if she dropped it on purpose why i never respected her mm.
2: Mm. the rock for peaches were a doomed organization the minute john Lovitz scouted gina davis <laughs> <laughs> love it they come out he more like hate it after he's realized what he's done oh get
1: i get it. it yeah okay good that's good was good, that was yes. good. Hate love
2: it. It. he hates it yeah because the the so the the two main themes are we've solved a lot so far we've Bad parenting up and down the board, and um, well, we've also come up with the Madonna monologue and the the three locker room cancers for the Rockford Peaches. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I think um, I don't have any. Go ahead. I was going to say I think that's probably a pretty good place for us to have our own athletic competition. Do you have a quiz?
2: Yeah, let's stretch it out. Play a little game of Pepper Five Hundred. Let's do the quiz. Speaking of old ladies, um, they're playing baseball in a game during the ceremony weekend. And she, old Gina Davis is there looking over the field and her former teammates are playing. And one of the former teammates is May. is Madonna. Old ass Madonna is running down third to go home. She has a scarf on. What color is it? Hmm. Old May's scarf is either red Yellow, blue, or purple? Who goes first?
0: Uh we're gonna go Kate this time. I'm guessing purple. Okay. Uh it's a it's a devilish uh addition to this because you know, color is up for interpretation. And you know it's and, not. And I might be seeing <laughs> a different color than you. Uh so
2: you are certain is this would have came up forty some episodes ago, but
0: I think it's
2: a blue scarf. Uh you think uh, incorrectly it's a purple scarf. Woo! <whistles> Kate is on the board. Um
1: How many questions?
2: Uh we have seven. We have Cat. seven. Classic Brent quiz. Um they get on a train when they get drafted or when they get scouted by John Lovitz, and he um this is a for a, a Nate uh What was the number of the train? train? What number was the train? Was the train number? What type
1: of train was it? (laughs)
2: 1730, 3016,
0: 3018, or 1630. Do you know what's so fucking annoying is that I saw the number and I was like, I bet he's going to ask that on the quiz, but I didn't write it down or anything. I just thought I would remember. And now I'm discombobulated by the numbers that you've given me. That's classic. I'm going to say 1630.
1: Okay. That sounds good, but I'm going to go with 3016.
2: Well, I threw those two numbers in there on purpose because they are the inverse of each other, and I wanted to throw them off. One of them is the correct answer, and the correct answer goes to the train man, Nate.
1: Mm-hmm. Choo-choo.
0: Choo-choo Choo-choo-choo
1: that should be, you should change, sh- we should do new sounds for 2024 oh. and they should be a train.
0: I really do <laughs> want to do new sounds because my sound's too long and Shohei Ohtani didn't sign with the Blue Jays. So he's playing for the evil Los Angeles Dodgers. I am officially changing my sound to a train noise.
2: I want mine to be gone forever.
0: You want yours to be gone forever Kate would you, yeah. do you would you like to change your sound for uh 2024 yes I would what would you like your new sound to be
1: I want it to be uh, a what are those cat whistles that goes
0: okay a little <laughs> okay a wolf
1: whistle a wolf whistle that's it A, a cat wooga. whistle <laughs> oh should I do it no I want do I Hey, I want it to be an old timey sound. It could either be a wolf whistle or the car horn or like a wah wah. Wee, wah. No, don't do wah wah wee wah.
0: Or like a ooga.
1: Yeah, or an ooga.
0: Okay. Yeah. It might, you know what? You might get both. We'll see. Oh my God. Oh my
1: God. <laughs> What's yours again, Brent?
2: The baseball coach hitting uh, a baseball and scream screams, oh, gone forever.
1: Oh. Aaron Hernandez.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Question number three During tryouts There was a uh, throw from home to second base drill And Dottie threw the ball And it hurt the girl's hand There was a catcher in the lineup Who looked very worried After seeing that Mm -hmm. What team did she end up on? Was it Racine?
0: Rockford? South Bend? Or Kenosha?
1: I'm gonna guess racing.
0: I agree with Kate. I think it's she was the catcher for the racing bells. She was the starting catcher for the racing bells. <laughs> I tried I, to
1: throw you off.
0: I also that was I noticed that during this watch through as well, Brent. That her acting is fantastic in that moment because without words, you can tell that she's watching that, being like, "Oh fuck, I I can't yeah, compete I with can't this do girl." That.
2: Yeah. I and, can't throw uh, it that far, but she did have the last laugh. Mm-hmm, she, she didn't purposely, did. yeah. She didn't end up on a team with a bunch of saboteurs. Mm-hmm.
1: The tears—that's
2: why I feel ultimately bad for—is the people that put their their heart into it every day.
0: Oh, Rosie! Rosie was heartbroken.
2: The Ellens, the Eileen's—yeah, that's why I feel bad for Jimmy. Like the people that showed up and played and just did get fucked over by their selfish teammates, mm-hmm. i.e., Marla Kit. Dottie, um i also missed a note there where the um the charm school teacher said what well she recommends a lot of night games about marla
0: that was
1: a good <laughs> marla got burned too much poor thing
0: no that there is well, that very funny part where there it's like the newsreel footage and they're like Look at these ladies (laughs) playing baseball. And then it shows Marla from so far away. And it goes, Marla, what a hitter. What a hitter.
2: (laughs) Mr. Harvey, much like your candy bars, you're completely nuts. (laughs) 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 All right. Jimmy Dugan hit 487 career home runs in the major leagues. If Jimmy Dugan actually hit that many home runs, and oh. was a real baseball player where would he who what player would he sit behind in the all-time lead of home runs would he be behind nelson cruz fred mcgriff carlos delgado or jose Caseco? Mm, this is tough jimmy dugan 487 career dingers he would be behind what professional baseball player. Your options again are Nelson Cruz, Fred McGriff, Carlos Delgado, and Jose Canseco. I'm going to go Fred
0: McGriff. Okay. I'm
1: going to go Nelson Cruz.
0: Ooh, modern player. Lots of home. Modern. Yeah. These
2: players were all within five home run or five positions of each other on the all time home run list, but only one is correct answer. And that is the crime dog. Fred
0: McGriff. Mm.
1: So Nate got that one. That's right. Okay, so what's the score?
0: Three for me, two for you, zero for Brent. Um, this one is
2: a very interesting question, and I'm glad to see it's going gonna to be very hard or very easy. But I never noticed until this movie. Dottie Henson, star, queen of the diamonds, star catcher. What was her number?
0: Oh, why didn't I fucking mm. pay attention?
2: Was she a number 10? A number eight, a number 12, or a number six? And the first guess goes to Kate.
1: Uh, 12. Uh, she's
0: so good, she's got to get a single digit. The lower, the better. I'm going to say six.
2: Uh, Nate's, um, thinking was very correct. One of those, uh... Damn. Good players needs a small number, single digits, but it's number eight, unfortunately.
0: Gone forever!
2: <laughs> oh... Very, very close. So Brent's on the board. Um, During the game seven warm-up speech, Jimmy Dugan prays Then they leave, and on the chalkboard when they leave is the starting lineup. Who played center field? Listen to the question closely. Who started at center field in game seven mm-hmm. of the World Series? Mm-hmm. Your options are Alice Gaspers, May Morabito, Ellen Sue
0: Gottlander, or Helen Haley? I know who played center field all year, but the way you phrase that is really fucking with my head. And now I'm trying to. Because I, yeah. I don't want any.
2: I don't want any. I'm coming back on the all cast. Mm
0: hmm. Now, I'm trying to figure out if this is a mind game where you're like trying to throw me off the scent.
2: Is yeah, is this a right? squid game? Is this a squid Is this some I kind of squid game? game?
0: Yeah, what do we got here? A squid game? I'm gonna guess it was Madonna, May Mordobito, the center fielder okay. of all year. Okay,
1: I was gonna guess that no matter what, so I'm going with May.
2: Uh, so you guys are both going with Madonna as all the way May Mordobito. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, game seven, a little bit different because Dottie showed up mm-hmm. uh shook up the lineup a little bit. Correct? She did. Mm-hmm. But she didn't affect the starting center field position, which yes. was May Mortimer. I knew it. Long. I knew
0: you were trying to trick me, you son of a gun. And it was a
2: squid game. It was a squid game from the get-go. Because <laughs> Alice Skeeter Gaspers was catching, mm-hmm. but Dottie showed up and had to throw, and she did play left field and center field and catcher. All season, I thought people were going to go with Skeeter, but all right. You almost got me. <laughs> you almost I almost, ske- me. I almost skeetered you. Um, how far is the left field wall?
1: Oh, is man. It, oh, is it
2: 310? This is
1: the last question.
2: This is the last question. Is it 310 feet, 320 feet,
0: 290 feet, or 315 feet?
1: I'm going with 310.
0: Uh, that's a wonderful guess, Kate. Uh, but I'll be honest, uh, I didn't even listen to the answers because unlike Gina Davis, I'm not going to fucking drop the ball at the end of the game. I'm just going to pick whatever Kate picks and walk away with the W.
2: <gasps> he gamed your ass.
1: Oh, no.
2: You're both wrong anyway. I'm back on the board. It was... Th- was it
1: 290?
2: No, it was 315.
1: Gone forever. Congratulations on on a game well... Played for
0: Nate. I'm not gonna hand it to you, Kit. I ain't doing it.
1: You're not dropping the ball when I run into you. That's
2: a win for Nate, and that's how we start the new year off with the League of Their Own quiz. With uh, Nathaniel winning number one. I'm going fifty-two for
0: fifty-two. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna. I'm going off this year. Most
1: certainly He's or not. Competitive.
2: <laughs> he most certainly is not going to go fifty-two for fifty-two.
0: Uh, would you like to give this movie a rating? No. Wait. Would you like to give this movie some gold medals? And the silver and bronze.
1: Who we giving our bronze to, boys?
2: My bronze right away is going to Mr. John Lovitz. Lovitz. Very funny. He was only in the first third of the movie. He had some of the best lines. He was great. John Lovitz.
0: Uh, Brent, I couldn't agree with you more. I think he... Was this is the role Lovitz was born to play. He'll never do better. Uh and he was super funny. He stands out in this movie so much. He gets my bronze medal. Damn right.
1: My bronze medal goes to Megan Kavanaugh, who plays Marla Hooch. And this was really the only thing Megan Kavanaugh ever was in. Other than being the voice of Judy Neutron in Jimmy Neutron: Boy Genius and The Adventures of Jimmy Neutron: Boy Genius,
0: is that is that so? I would have said she was in a ton of stuff. Wow, good for her. She should have been best hitter on the team. Uh,
1: oh, I'm lying. She was in other stuff. Pardon
2: yeah, me. A, I'm seeing <laughs> a picture of her on Friends, one of the biggest sitcoms of all time. <laughs> she
1: was Broom. She was broom Hilda in Robin Hood Men in Tights. Oh and Essie in Dracula Dead and Loving It. Oh, she worked with Bill Brooks twice.
0: That's how we know she's yeah. good shit. And uh, that's also why I gave her my silver medal, Kate.
1: Ooh, look at that.
0: We will watch either Dracula Dead and Loving It or Robin Hood Men in Tights at some point during this podcast. For sure. For sure. Um, For sure. Yeah, she gets my silver. How about you, Brent? My
2: silver medal goes to Biddy Shram, who was Evelyn Gardner, um she was just very funny to me about missing the cutoff man and um, putting up with Stillwell as her son.
1: Mm. My silver medal goes to the incomparable, beautiful Gina Davis for her portrayal of Do- as Dottie. Uh, she was so athletic; she had an ease of uh, like pretending to be a baseball player, and uh, also a good actress and beautiful triple threat.
0: I believed she that has she won was an the academy stunt. award. Really? What did she yeah. win for?
1: I'm not sure. She's um I would need to double I check. I have no idea she won yeah. an
0: academy. Yeah, what Oh yeah. In 1989.
1: So what what movie would that have been?
0: The Accidental Tourist for best supporting Interest. actress. I've
1: never well, I've seen never, that movie. Yeah, I've
0: never heard of it. Me that. neither, but it's got uh, returning champion William Hurt from The Village, Papa, the father of the village uh and kathleen turner who is a very famous actress i love who kathleen played, turner i think she was jessica rabbit yeah i'm pretty sure she was jessica yes,
1: rabbit a deep voice there you go uh who did you
0: give your golds to oh
2: my gold is going to the man we give thanks to tom hanks jimmy dugan he was very funny he had the great just the pee scene alone was great he had some good pee. so in. much urine yeah, he was great. He had lots of funny
0: lines. He didn't shave through the whole movie. It was great. Uh yeah, I gave my gold medal to Tom Hanks. I think this is he's the uh, standout performer from this movie, and I think it might be my favorite performance of his of all time.
1: Big words.
2: Yeah, the transition he went from being like the passed out drunk on the bench to oh, you're gonna uh, bunt with our best hitter with Marilla, mm-hmm. and they they try to do the sign. Very good. And he took care of Betty Spaghetti when her husband died. That that's nice. true.
0: He hugged her. Yeah, that's taken care of in 1945. <laughs> that's, that's, that's true. That's yeah. true.
1: It's true. Uh, my gold goes to uh, a gentleman born in Conrad, California on January, July 9th. Uh, Tom Hanks himself. It's a trifecta.
0: It's a turkey. A,
2: it's a Taylor sister for 2024. New uh, Year's baby.
1: I agree with Nate in that I really enjoyed this performance by Tom Hanks as cranky um, and endearing. And I like that he never stopped being cranky. There was no kind of character arc where he turned into a real sweetie. I liked that.
2: And I would like to give the Golden Duck Award to Rosie O'Donnell for playing. No, um, no, no. I think... No. Uh, it's I love not your Rosie. award to give out, yeah. so <laughs> my fair. award to give That's out, true. That's I've true. given the Golden Duck to Rosie O'Donnell. Please respect my wishes.
1: We can also say no.
2: Yeah, but <laughs> it doesn't change the fact that officially... It doesn't.
0: Officially. It doesn't. Like if we had Wikipedia page, it would be on there.
2: Officially Rosie O'Donnell's received the Golden Duck Award for her performance in League of Their Own. You guys can say, no, we don't agree with my opinion, but my opinion is now stated on the internet
0: for time and time to be and Rosie, if you're listening, I just want you to know that I love you. I miss you. I used to watch you when I was sick at home. I'd watch your uh, talk show. You're 10 million times better than Ellen, and I hope you're living a good life.
1: Here, here. I second that. I love you,
0: too. I think we're, I think we're canceling Rosie, aren't we?
1: No, no we are not canceling Ro- Rosie. I love you, too. I like yes.
0: Rosie O'Donnell a lot. Rosie O'Donnell, cancelable.
1: She's not. She's not.
0: So She's the only person Trump couldn't take down. He, he fucking wrecked every re- Republican presidential candidate, but he couldn't touch Rosie, no matter how hard he tried. That's right. Uh, would you guys like to give this movie a rating?
1: I'd love to. I'd really love it.
0: Uh, what would you guys give the script for this movie?
1: I think it's hard to rate this one. So I was going to try to go off of what you guys rated it.
2: Um, I think it's great. Uh, and it's hard to write a movie that's based on real life because you're kind of limited by things. Um, overall, I think there was something missing. I'll give it a nine.
0: Uh, there's nothing missing from this movie. It's a perfect film. It's uh, charming, heartwarming, gets you, makes you feel competitive. Uh, makes you love baseball, and there's no villain in this movie other than uh, our the three the three, our three you know debatable villains, but there's no uh there's no big bad guy, and that's actually extremely rare to have a movie where you don't have a big uh, force that's mm-hmm. causing conflict the whole way through. This is just a study about uh, women in. The 1940s, living their lives, uh, learning about the new world—it's a ten. Can I interject
2: before Kate? Mm-hmm. So maybe this will sway Kate's score. The reason I can't give it a ten because something's missing is when you were speaking, two things came to my mind. I don't like the way they portrayed Alice Skeeter uh, with her as a Canadian. They gave her the big eyebrows mm-hmm. and from Saskatchewan, and they made her look goofy. <laughs> she, didn't yeah. like that. And they kind of muddied the waters. This is supposed to be a celebration of women and their accomplishments when the men had to go off to war and the women stood up. And uh like the stepdads. I'm not the stepfather. I'm the father who stood up. Yeah, sure, that's sure. what the women did. Um, <laughs> however, they muddied the waters with the script by making it dramatic at the end. Like all women are going to be, you know, I got to let my sister win. That's why I didn't like it. Okay, because you're an ally. A straight. Yeah, Kate. Or not Kate, Kit should if she, Kit Kit's gonna win,
0: Kit should have ripped a home run over the fence. Oh yeah, no doubt. Yeah, don't leave any
2: doubt. no doubt are gone forever. Aaron has <laughs> don't make Dottie. I canceled Dottie Hinson
0: on this episode.
2: Okay, if uh, she had to hit a home run over the fence, Dottie would have been
0: fine. Her legacy okay. would have. You've heard from the gone. prosecution. You've heard from the defense. How do yeah. you rule, counselor?
1: Um, I'm giving it a 10 because I think that those characters were really well fleshed out and their behaviors made sense within their characters. And you lost me when you started talking about Dottie being a villain. Mm -hmm. If you would have stopped before that, I think I would have given it a 9.5. Well, she
2: shouldn't have put her sister's. Not only did she tarnish her own legacy, she tarnished her sister's legacy by making her
0: accomplishments illegitimate.
1: Okay.
2: <laughs> villain behavior.
1: The art
0: direction for this movie, the sets, the costumes, the uh yeah, other stuff.
2: Um did I thought they filmed this movie in 1945. That's how
0: good it was. It's a 10. Did they build a time machine?
1: Yeah. I know. I kept looking for like inconsistencies, or you know what I mean? But the only one I could see is maybe some hairstyles of the people when they were at the tryouts. So I'm
0: going to give it a 9.5. Mm. I'm going to give it a 10. I, lo- I think this movie looks fantastic. It looks so good. I love the bus. It's such a cool bus. Yep. Great train work. As you know, I'm a little Excellent. partial. Good train
1: worker.
0: work. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to give it a 10. I'm going to go ahead and give it a 10. The uh, music for this movie. I'm curious how this plays out. What did you guys think about the music for this movie?
2: Um, this movie gets a seven when it comes to music.
0: Oh, um, this
2: used to be my playground. By Madonna is ridiculous, <gasps> um, garbage song. <gasps> um, I didn't like that. The only memorable song was the ukulele. We are the members of. I didn't like that. This is this suffers from uh, Peaky Blinders syndrome. Um they could have put some <laughs> oh, modern music. God. Listen, my a lot of time to speak.
1: That would not always work in everything. If you much.
2: had during the tryout scene when that montage, you put center field by John Fogarty sure. on there. Or black this Betty. is a <laughs> Oh, a black this is a fucking no. banger. And could you imagine the music that they could have put on during that run from third to home? Pat Benatar, hit me with your that amazing. <laughs> no, you put those songs in this. Listen, you put Black Betty, center field, and hit me with your best shot by Pat Benatar in this movie. You probably have top five movies of all time. Uh,
0: I completely disagree with you, but I found that all very entertaining. Uh, but I am also not going to give the music a really high rating either. I think the music is totally fine. It the it's, uh, it's okay. I am going to go eight.
1: I have something to say before I give my rating. Mm -hmm. I think this used to be my playground is one of Madonna's most underrated greatest songs because it's a song that has nothing to do with sexuality, which is what her energy was about throughout her career. And it's about memories and friendships and looking back on your life <laughs> but that is not. I didn't. <laughs> but, so oh, I'm
2: sorry. Was that playing? <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought that was. I thought I was on Bluetooth speaker. I thought I was sorry. Was that playing? So,
1: um, I think that would have been an inappropriate choice because they wanted the ending of the movie to be solemn. <laughs> I'm giving it an eight and. I dislike Brent right now, giving it an eight. You can tell I'm really annoyed because I'm going to stop talking.
2: You love this song. You walked down the aisle this song.
1: I know I did. I did walk down the aisle. I walked into my uh, reception to this song.
2: No, listen, Dottie. Hits the second baseman with the rope. Frozen rope, right? It would
1: be a different movie if they had this. Frozen rope right now.
2: Marla hitting moonshots. (laughs) May face first slides in the third. Doris in the stands Hot dog in the mouth coming out.
0: (laughs) Alice Skeeter bruised to fuck. Kit throwing softballs to people. Amazing. This is a American sports comedy drama. For sure. It's got a, all, all kinds of categories going on at once. It's an American sports
1: comedy drama. Comedy drama.
2: Oh, it's it's a, it's an American sports comedy drama. It had all the drama. It's a 10.
1: 10. I'll give it a 10 too. That's very a funny, 10.
2: very dramatic. That is. Yeah. Turkey. That's That's a triple. That's <laughs> uh,
0: Shot off the wall triple. Uh and now for our final category, if uh somebody liked American sports comedy dramas or no, it's the is it the it's the theme of the month. If somebody liked Tom mm-hmm. Hanks movies, but they'd never seen this particular Tom Hanks movie, what would you rate? You have
1: it? to. Oh, a ten. You have to see Tom Hanks's cranky Tom Hanks.
2: Yeah, this shows off
0: all of Tom Hanks's unseen good things, so ten. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think if you if you're a Tom Hanks guy and you haven't seen this movie, you're going to become even more of a Tom Hanks guy. You're gonna uh, you're gonna it's really going to hit the spot. So I, I gotta agree with you on that one. It's a ten. This movie gets a forty-seven, a clean Ooh, forty-seven.
1: Love it. That's a good score, right behind Nash Christmas Vacation.
0: I, I was I must have been nicer than I thought to Christmas Vacation.
1: Also, we rated Hunger Games very high. We all liked. We all liked Hunger Games. It was. A, it was a good time. Yeah, yeah.
2: Everyone gets so mad at our rating system. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> this was the worst written movie of all time. It gets a seven out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: okay. I think it's part of our charm now. I like it. Uh, now we have to choose a movie for next week.
1: Do you, do you have one chosen, Nate?
0: Uh, I have two options that I can pick from unless you would like to go.
1: No, I would like you to go.
0: Okay. Now, I'm torn. I'm really torn because I have two ideas. I have, you know, we go with the, we go with old standby. He's been in a lot of classic films, uh, a lot of good times. But I think I would like to do something a little bit crazy this week. And I would mm. like to pick a movie that I've never seen, but I w- would really like to see. Okay. And for the first time on this podcast, a movie that is brand new. Yes. Yes. I am going to choose Asteroid City. Yes. 2023 romance comedy by written, at least directed by Wes Anderson and starring Tom Hanks, Scarlett Johansson, Jason Schwartzman, Maya Hawk. Margot Robbie, and uh, probably my favorite uh, current actor uh, working right now, a guy named Jeffrey Wright, uh, who is the reason I really want to watch this is because I saw a scene with him that really made me want to watch it. So I choose Asteroid City, and we're going to find out if it's good or bad together.
1: Have you seen it, Brent?
0: I like this approach.
2: I have not seen it. I haven't Um, either. Jeffrey Wright was in The Hunger Games, too.
0: He was also in The Hunger Games. Yeah, He's
1: he's like a new muse for Wesley Anderson. I feel like he's been in a couple of his most recent ones.
0: I think he is such a good actor. He's so good in the Westworld TV show. He's good in the James Bond movies. He's fucking just an awesome actor. So I'm excited to uh, see him. And I'm excited to see Tom Hanks.
1: And I heard a little bird told me. I don't know if this is true that he's a bad guy in this movie.
0: Ooh, are we getting us? Are we getting two weeks in a row of not nice Tom Hanks?
1: That's why I wanted you to choose so that we could. There could be like, and then that would may help me choose. You know, yeah. I don't know.
0: There's so many actors in this movie: Tilda Swinton, Jeff Goldblum, Steve Carell, Bryan Cranston, Willem Dafoe. Like, holy shit! There's Adrian Brody returning. Good, good choice. I really like this approach. Well, I guess that means all that's left to do is say goodnight, Kate.
1: Uh, See you guys next year.
0: Goodnight, Kate. Where are you? Asteroid City. My
1: word, it's hot.
0: From director Wes Anderson. What's all this? They're trying to contact an alien.
1: Did you hear anything from him?
0: Ooh. Look at that! You secure the site, detain all witnesses.
1: How long can they keep us in Asteroid
0: City? Gas yes, up the You'll get another one. Baby. If you wanted to live a quiet, peaceful life, this tribunal
1: is a mockery.
0: You picked the wrong time to get born. Asteroid City, rated PG thirteen, in select
2: theaters June sixteenth, in theaters everywhere June twenty third. I say so much shit. I have no idea what comes in my mouth. I like it. Oh <laughs> fuck! It's just so... the
1: rhythm of your speech. I get just...
2: exhausted. Oh my goodness.